1: Your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
0: Welcome to the Locked On Clippers podcast. I'm your host, DJ Foster. Thanks for joining us, guys. It's been a little bit Uh, good to be back. Just so you know, on the uh, podcast, Schedule Rooney here, Uh, Schedule Rooney, that's an interesting choice of words. Uh, We'll be going two times a week until the season starts. And at that point, it's going to be Monday through Friday. So this daily stuff, it's not just fake. We're not just faking the funk. We're doing it for real. Um, So it'll be Monday through Friday when the season starts for now. We're just going two times a week. Uh, I just recorded a podcast with ESPN.com's Andrew Hahn. I have part one here for you today. We'll have part two for you uh, tomorrow, and then part three next week. Um, We talked all about the trade value of uh, members of the Clippers. So Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, what's the likelihood they'll get traded? Who do we think is actually going to get dealt? it's going to be Jamal Crawford, Wesley Johnson, um Austin Rivers? No, no, no. Probably not Austin Rivers. Uh but then we're going to talk about targets and which players we both like as potential candidates to join the Clippers uh at some point this season via trade. So without further ado, here's part 1. Welcome to the Locked On Clippers podcast. I'm your host DJ Foster. I'm here with
1: I'm interrupting now. <laughs>
0: That's uh espn.com's uh, Andrew Han. Hey Andrew, interrupting. Uh, What's the knock-knock joke? With the the interrupting. Who's there? What is it?
1: Who's who's there?
0: Okay, okay, wait. Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. No, thanks. No. <laughs> you're you're the worst. No, you're...
1: I'm not. I'm Nobody's home.
0: You ruined my joke, Please please come back later. (laughs) Please go (laughs) away. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, It's been a long night. Um, We're recording this late on a Wednesday night. I I distinctly heard some clinking of ice cubes in a glass at one point. Uh, So it's about to get crazy.
1: Wow.
0: Um, I'm putting you on blast.
1: It's weird that you say you distinctly heard... I did. Drinking ice cubes. Yeah, since you're the one that's drinking. Well,
0: well, I uh, I didn't say who it was from. <laughs> I just said I just heard it. Um, let's uh, let's play. Let's play some things. You like playing games, right?
1: I yeah, uh, I like to play games. Didn't sound very. I also like to not play games. Okay. But... You, pl-
0: you play games with the ladies. I know that.
1: Uh, or sometimes I don't play games with the ladies.
0: Do you, Do you ever date someone that's like? Have you ever dated someone that's like? I don't play games. I have
1: dated someone. Yes.
0: No. That said, I don't play games. Oh. Those girls are always the worst.
1: Those are the ones that play. When they say that that they don't play games. That then you know the game is on.
0: That's the beginning of the game. Exactly. That's the of the game. Exactly. exactly. And,
1: if, and if they say, "Quick, playing games with my heart." then you know that they're big boy band
0: fans. That's Backstreet,
1: right? I think that's Backstreet, yeah. The stop playing playing games games with my
0: heart, heart. With my heart. That's the one, right?
1: Yeah. My heart.
0: Nice. So you came to my wedding. It was this weekend.
1: Whoa! We're just gonna go ahead and tell everyone that you're yeah, out. but
0: okay. So the DJ when we were requesting all our songs was like, oh, "Backstreet Boys are so in right now because all the people your age are getting married and everybody just all wants to hear Backstreet your Boys." Age? Yeah. Wow! I know. But he he was like he was excited about it, and I was like, "Do you hate Backstreet Boys or do you like it?" Like I I couldn't really read read him, and then he didn't play any Backstreet Boys. Did you notice that?
1: Uh, he must have read your expression.
0: Well, I was insulted because I thought he was dissing Backstreet Boys. Probably the best part of uh, that movie. Gosh, what's the name of it? The one where they uh, fight the demon. This is the end.
1: Backstreet World.
0: The the end of this is the end. Have you seen this movie? God, you don't watch anything.
1: Can you give me What, what is this? Seth what is Seth
0: Rogen and James Franco, and it's like one, an, an is Apatow. that the one where
1: they go and interview like a dictator.
0: No, it's the one where the world ends. It's like, it's the apocalypse.
1: Is it Wait, is it the one where, like, they're teenage, they're, like, outcast teenagers at a high school?
0: No. <laughs> That's Freaks and Geeks. Are um, you just naming all the Jed Apatow things you know No,
1: No, no. These are legitimately, this is what comes to mind when you okay. said that Seth Rogen, James Franco, is it the one where um, they, they ingest a I lot think. of substances and then get caught up in shenanigans
0: (laughs) yes it's that one that's the one one. you nailed it yeah yeah
1: i know that's i know i know pop culture dj
0: yeah you're you're super in right now let's let's review okay we are going to get to basketball stuff i promise but let's review all the shows that andrew han doesn't watch
1: wait a second why did why did you bring up your wedding
0: because we were talking about backstreet boys
1: Oh, but that was it. We don't want to talk about your wedding at all? Uh, I mean, wonderful, we can if you magnificent want. Magnificent wedding. Beautiful, beautiful vows. Wow. I'm not prone to crying. And I sobbed like a little baby. You sobbed? Just, you know, a wee bit.
0: I got you a little bit.
1: People, people were emotional.
0: Oh, man, I was so choked up. I didn't see that coming. I haven't cried in, like, legitimately. Uh, man, it's been, like, 20-something years.
1: 20 something years well i'm
0: just a cold heartless you know just were, the, the were you worst choked person up when you were writing the vows no I choked up while i was reading them
1: no i mean of course when you were i saw i saw you you were reading them and you were choked up but it yeah. seems like you would have been choked up while, while you were writing them too
0: um sometimes i get a little emotional when i write but usually mm, that's yeah, only yeah. only when i'm writing about jamal crawford <laughs>
1: not, not well, allie just Jamal how do you, Crawford. I need not get emotional writing about Jamal Crawford.
0: Yeah, that's we're going to talk a lot about Jamal Crawford right now. Because okay. uh, we're going to go through the list of Clippers and the likelihood that they get traded this season. So I'm okay. going to name a Clipper. You're going to give me the percentage that you think they'll get traded, the likelihood that they'll get dealt at some point this year. Now, it could be off season, It could be a trade deadline. It could be beginning of season, whatever. The likelihood that you think they'll get dealt. So let's start with the big one. Who do you think i'm going with here
1: um jamal crawford
0: <laughs> uh we're gonna get to him we're gonna save him because He's we need a big one we got to really discuss him though okay. let's let's get the stars out of the way
1: the stars out of the way
0: sorry sorry jamal uh blake griffin blake griffin give me a percentage
1: percentage um and we're gonna say that 50 50 means what that come the trade deadline uh,
0: <laughs> just don't no. just don't pick 50
1: Well, like, no no trade rumor would surprise you? And if he got dealt and didn't get dealt, like, none of that would be surprising if you say
0: 50-50? No, 50-50, you just have to pick a percentage that's not 50. Like, if you pick 51, you think the likelihood is that he will get traded. If you pick 49, you think that just barely he's not going to get dealt. Okay. Just I'm don't... not trying
1: to be difficult here, but I feel like frustration You're... is mounting. You're being
0: very difficult. <laughs> 50 is literally the worst percentage you could pick in this game.
1: Um. Alright, so the odds <laughs> that Blake Griffin will be traded...
0: If you say 50, so help me God, <laughs> Andrew.
1: <laughs> I will say 20%. Wow, that's high. Is it? I think so. Okay. Um, I feel like, you know, if... Just total disaster strikes. Then
0: what's what's total disaster? What's what's this scenario? Build this know, out for me.
1: I'm I'm of the opinion that the Clippers are the de facto two seed in the West, mm-hmm. and uh, they should have that you know the second best record in the Western Conference locked up going into the playoffs, which means they wouldn't face the Warriors until the Conference Finals if they were able to get that far. But the clippers under doc rivers has not they have not gotten out to a quick start in any of the past 3 seasons this is true and if we've learned anything about the western conference in the past 3 years it's if you want a high seed then you need to get out to a quick start so if they struggle to start the season if they're like 15 and 15 or 14 and 15, something along those lines. If people get dinged up, um, then, you know, 20% chance, one out of every five times, maybe some of these teams with a plethora of picks and young players, um, they come calling. Yeah. Um, Blake Griffin is in the last year of his deal because he has an option for next season. Same with Chris Paul. Right. Um, there's no guarantee that those that those guys come back. Even though, from what I can see on the landscape, after this upcoming season, there still is not a better situation for either of them. I would agree. So, I don't think people have to be worried that they're going to go out of their way to leave. But, you know, the the Clippers certainly the the writing is on the wall that this this window with this core isn't around forever.
0: Sure. I think in your, your Rick and Morty explanation that in 20% of the alternate timelines, Blake Griffin gets traded, pretty much everything has to go wrong for the Clippers to be 15-15 and 15 to start the year, though, right? Does it? Injuries? I mean, okay, so Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan have to get hurt. There's no way that's a 500 team with all three of those guys healthy.
1: Didn't they start out... 4 and 0 last year and then they dropped 3 in a row and they were 4 and 3 and then they won 2 and they were like 6 and 4 and then they lost 3 and it was like 6 and 7 Uh they had a very rocky start.
0: I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you pull that up. Okay. Because okay. I don't remember. <laughs> One thing I'm going to do this year, so this is going to turn into a daily podcast once uh once the season starts. I know Nobody that's kind of confusing. It care okay.
1: about the Clippers every day.
0: No, every well, I mean Monday through Friday.
1: Monday through Friday. No one wants to hear that. Um, <laughs> no one no one wants. No one wants what? a daily podcast or a post game show.
0: No one wants those?
1: Podcast. No one wants these things. I feel like these are well well trod paths that we've walked. Um <laughs> No one wants to hear. No one wants to hear these things except for you, me our respective girlfriends, sure. loved ones, um, and friends of ours that, well that don't have the heart to tell us that they won't listen.
0: That's like double digit people if we just counted <laughs> that's, that's though.
1: That's a lot of people, that is true.
0: We're the 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 listenership's going to be real real high. Uh wow, that's that's very depressing. Thanks for that.
1: Okay, well that that's bought me enough time to point out last <laughs> season they started up 4-4-0. Four, four oh. Yeah. Then they lost two in a row. Okay. Then they won one, then they lost two in a row, then they won one, then they lost three in a row, and they were six and seven towards the end of November.
0: That was like the world's worst math problem. And then he picks up five guys on the bus, he travels 20 miles, so what, they were six and seven?
1: They were six and seven on November 22nd.
0: And what, what were they once they got to 30 games played?
1: 30 games played. Bang that out for
0: me real quick.
1: They were 17 and 13. Okay.
0: So, yeah, alright, so it's not that crazy, I guess, then, to, to think that they might be 15-15, only two right. games off. But yeah. would, that, would that be enough to blow it up?
1: I don't know. I mean, at the very least, you have to start exploring options at that point.
0: So, if you remember, Sean Devaney of the Sporting News said he thinks Blake Griffin is more likely to end up on a different roster than with the Clippers this year. So his percentage is somewhere over 50%.
1: Right, I would say that that is not true
0: okay i would I would agree. I have my percentage mine I'm sticking to my seven percent
1: seven percent now. how do you get to seven percent
0: uh seven percent of the time in these alternate timelines <laughs> like <it> gets traded. <laughs> I think things gotta go really bad. I think Chris Paul has to get hurt like an out for the season type hurt. I just don't see them quitting on the season when this is a team that's built. For the postseason, um, even though they haven't gotten past the second round, they're we're, we're they're gonna ride that out into until the postseason. In my mind, unless someone suffers a huge injury that's out for the season, and then you're looking at just Blake and DeAndre, or well, just so Chris and DeAndre. Then, does
1: that mean for DeAndre and Chris, your percentages are also seven percent?
0: Um, they're they're lower for Chris. I just don't see him. I don't see the Clippers having or Doc having the uh, the stones, I guess, to
1: trade Chris Paul. The Sam Cassell's. Yeah,
0: he, it just doesn't feel like that's a thing that could happen. Like if it's anybody's team, it's it's Chris Paul's. If you trade Chris Paul, there's really it's hard to come back from that. I think from like a from like a keep your job perspective. At least with Blake, you can you can spin it and be like, oh, you know, he punched a guy in the face last year and lost some time, and there's some character issues and whatnot. Like, You can at least spin that for Blake. I don't think there's a spin for Chris Paul. Uh,
1: You know what? I'm going to invert my my numbers now for Blake and Chris because I forgot the argument that I made at the end of the season, which is uh, if you trade Blake Griffin, then you need to get something back that makes the Clippers better. Otherwise, you lose Chris. What is the incentive for Chris to stay if you drop if you get rid of the best or second best player on the team? Right. So Blake Griffin, in the span of ten minutes, has gone from twenty percent to ten percent.
0: Wow! Congratulations, Blake.
1: Great, great job, Blake. Good job, yeah, Blake. I, I knew you had it in you.
0: Yep, that's a strong performance in the clutch. Yeah, it's. I think for that reason, that's why my percentage is so low too, because. Chris Paul's not playing for not staying in LA for draft picks. Right, he's not like, oh man, I can't wait to play with this seventeen-year-old kid who, you know, might not be able to run and dribble at the same time because he's just been dominating high school kids, and we don't know if he's going to be any good.
1: Although, uh, there's have you seen this kid, Josh, uh, Josh Jackson? I have not. He's uh he looks like he could be like top three pick in the upcoming draft. Looks real good.
0: Where's he going to school?
1: Where is he going to school? I think he, I think he's going to Kentucky.
0: I'm gonna let you look that up. Hey, so you don't like the daily podcast plan?
1: I'm at, I like it fine. <laughs> I don't I don't. What do you want me to say?
0: <laughs> You're gonna be coming on a lot, so I'm gonna need you to like it, whether uh, you like it or not.
1: For, Josh Jackson is playing for the Jayhawks. Okay this upcoming season, which means that his <laughs> value is not going to be as high because... It's going to
0: plummet. It's
1: going to plummet.
0: He's going to be lucky to be a second-round pick after he's done at Kansas. Why do but, guys Why do guys keep going to Kansas?
1: I'd, they must have, like, a really good basketball court or facility or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's for sure the basketball court.
1: Or maybe they're <laughs> from that region, and they're just comfortable staying in their, like, home state, something like that, or home area. Yeah. These are the explanations that would make sense to me, but the reason that Josh Jackson is so coveted from Andrew Hahn's draft prospectus is that he carries the same name as Josh Jackson, the actor from Dawson's Creek. Pacey! Pacey? I'm saying we should start the movement now to nickname this kid, this this stud draft pick Pacey.
0: Can we? Oh, that's so fun. We can call him like Space and Pacey.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. You like
0: that? Yeah. Okay. First pick in the draft next year, write it down.
1: There you go. Pacey, number one pick.
0: What were we what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Chris <laughs> Chris Paul doesn't want to play with draft picks. Okay, so Chris right. Paul is lower has a lower percentage than Blake for you or higher?
1: No, so I'm I'm reversing the two. Originally Chris Paul was ten percent, Blake okay. was twenty percent. Okay. But Blake is now ten percent, Chris Paul is twenty percent because if you're gonna trade the two, Chris, it's Chris Paul's team. Yes. Yeah. But Chris Paul is the older player.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's the one that would probably be less likely to stay if the Clippers don't progress or show, you know, show the league that they are one of the elite teams in the league. Okay. Uh, so if things go terribly, then they're gonna. They're, they should at least explore what they can get in return for Chris, and uh, trading Chris for draft picks or you know a assortment of more complementary players right. doesn't necessarily become a deal breaker for uh, Griffin and DeAndre because they're both relatively young players still.
0: Right, that makes sense to me. That's that's uh, I like that line of thought, and I think the only way that either of them gets traded is almost like they got to come to them in like a hush hush meeting and be like, look, if we deal Chris or if we deal Blake, we kind of need like a guarantee that you're going to resign here. Like just cut yourself, sign this in blood and we'll make the, make the move happen.
1: Right. That's I've heard. That's the only way that you can trade Chris Paul is if in the dead of night, you go to your other, your other team, team's players and have them draw blood and put them put it into get put them into a, a cup or a chalice. A chalice,
0: least. yeah, a chalice sounds fancier.
1: Right. And make a some sort of magical bond to
0: wow. yeah.
1: exercise Chris Paul from the team.
0: Yeah. I mean, why not,
1: right? Uh, it's, that's it's in the CBA. That's basically
0: all fact. that Neil O'Shea does is you, uh, magical bonds and chalices.
1: They're they're trying to get a change, which is why there's going to be a lockout <laughs> this upcoming season. But the players really, they really, they stick to tradition. Sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. Those those traditionalists, those NBA players with their yeah. chalices and their blood and their their long drawn out ceremonies.
1: I mean, you know what, uh, you know what, uh, like. When you have a group of animals together, it's like a gaggle of geese, or yeah. like a. Oh, um, if you have a bunch of papers, it's like a ream of papers. For NBA players, they call it a cabal of NBA players. <laughs> and you you want to know why it's called a cabal? It's this. It's these traditionalists that insist on drawing blood in order to trade players.
0: No one. No one has ever said that.
1: It's uh. Look. Look it up in the. Collect a bargaining agreement. That's Little known fact.
0: Larry Larry Kuhn is just just control F, search, cabal. Yeah.
1: CBAfact.com, question number 666. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's right there.
0: Oh, the Luminati is strong in you, Andrew. Uh, DeAndre.
1: DeAndre. I would say that there is a 5% chance that he, he would get treated
0: Less than Blake and Chris, just because of the long-term deal.
1: Just because of a long term deal. Yeah. Um, He's kind of come into his own in the last year, year and a half. And um, theoretically, his value would be just as high as Chris or Blake, even though he's not the same level of player as those two. Right. But he fills a very valuable need for most teams. He has the long term contract and he's incredibly durable. Um, right. I think that people fail to or underestimate the value of being able to get 82 plus games out of your center every year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I don't even know what the market for him would look like. You know?
1: It's got to be it's got to be high. I mean, every team is going to this small ball style system and he's athletic enough to play against smaller smaller opponents. Right. I guess the only flaw is that you can go hack hack a shack on DeAndre.
0: Eventually and, they eventually they're going to fix that probably,
1: right? I mean, will DeAndre still be a player at that point?
0: I'm worried. I think my big concern is that the the half steps that they took that they're just going to ride that out for another 5 6 years.
1: Yeah. It's possible. Awesome. Oh,
0: it's so silly. All right, so DeAndre pretty low percentage we're worth I agree with you um it's really hard to envision a scenario where the Clippers trade DeAndre and because then you need a rim protecting athletic five in his place
1: right I mean how many rim protecting athletic fives exist in the league today
0: yeah not very many anymore Marcus All. athletic not not
1: athletic but he's certainly a rim protector
0: and not, I think, kind of an overrated rim protector. Okay. I, I love Marcus Hall as a defender. The thing is positioning is what makes him great. But as like a shot effector, uh, I, I I don't know. I don't know what these. are and he's coming off that big. What was it? His knee. Was it
1: his knee?
0: I think it was his knee. Uh,
1: this is the this is the quality research.
0: Or was it foot? Because I remember thinking Zadronis Elgaskis. It might have been foot. Hold on, please hold. Mark uh, Knee. Uh.
1: Repair a non displaced type two fracture of the navicular bone in his right foot. So it's foot.
0: Foot. Foot's foot's almost worse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Foots are not good, especially for big men.
0: Yeah, especially for seven foot one, two hundred and seventy pound large human beings. Okay, so DeAndre not gonna trade it. Alright, so let's get to now things get a little bit more interesting as we go throughout the roster. Uh JJ Reddick.
1: Uh, J.J. Reddick, I would say 15% chance.
0: 15%. J.J. Reddick has two years left on his deal?
1: I believe this is his last year.
0: Is this his last year?
1: Yep. Fourth year of the deal. He signed a four-year mid-level, full mid-level exception.
0: This whole show is just going to be me looking up stuff. You realize that, right? (laughs) Actually, you look it up because my typing is going to be louder. Don't you hate Uh... that on podcasts where they're like, they have to look something up and it's just clack, clack, clackity, clackity, clackity.
1: Yeah, no, this is, this. he's going into his last season, he signed, he was the first big signing that Doc had when Doc joined the team, that was three seasons ago, this is Doc's fourth season, this is Reddick's fourth season.
0: Okay, so there was the big trade, there was the Bledsoe trade. Right. And then they signed him. Right. Got it. Got it. Oh, the Bledsoe trade. Heart, yeah. Heartbreaking. Although, JJ's been great.
1: Should we, uh, should we just, uh, take a tangent here and just... Talk about the blood trade for like another four I don't minutes. I
0: don't want to. I don't have okay. the heart I don't have the heart to do it. Okay. When we invite Charlie back on and you come on with Charlie, we'll all
1: nope, I'm not. I am not getting on a podcast with Charlie. Are you don't,
0: fighting with Charlie?
1: Don't don't mention that name to me.
0: Charlie Widows?
1: That name. Don't do it. I don't want to hear it.
0: Okay. Something must have happened between this weekend and now. She's dead to me. Oh
1: jeez, sorry. Right. He's dead to you too. Oh, to me and too. You know who he's dead to? Who? Charlie widows. Well, that
0: doesn't make any sense.
1: He's dead to Charlie widows.
0: Uh, makes zero sense. Okay. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Luke. Oh.
1: 1%? Yeah,
0: why would you? I mean, you're 0% not 0%. You're not you going to get a better defender on a cheaper deal and it would be a contender to contender trade and those never seem to make any sense.
1: It would have to be some kind of, he like he would you would have to be getting such a talented player back that you needed Luke's contract to make the salaries match or something like that
0: yeah it would be that would be weird I, I don't I don't see any circumstance where that happens,
1: so that's the starting five right
0: starting five it feels pretty much locked in once again
1: unlikely so the most likely person to be traded in the starting five for you is
0: jeez, I guess Blake.
1: See so for me, it's Chris since I inverted those numbers right um, so a weird spot to be in where out of your starting five one of your two superstars is likely to be traded yeah. is the most likely to be traded
0: it is kind of weird
1: um hey, you want to take a quick break from this before we get to the the real nitty gritty a little break a little break like
0: a like like a recorded break or just a break break
1: uh both how I, I, like uh what what TV shows I've been missing?
0: Oh, okay. Well, let's see. You've uh, you don't watch Game of Thrones?
1: Yeah. What's what's the deal with that?
0: Okay. So, Who
1: wants to watch some Thrones have a game?
0: Well, not
1: <laughs> is that what it's about?
0: Well, I mean, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, everyone's just kind of fighting for power to like sit on this iron throne to be yeah, king. Yeah, it's a fancy chair. Yeah, they all want to be king because they're you know they're all power hungry, but. In the Game of Thrones, you you either win or you die.
1: It's like the game of life.
0: It's very similar to game of life. Yeah. You've never watched Seinfeld.
1: Uh, I've watched half of three episodes.
0: You have multiple Jewish friends. How is this okay? What do I? Yes.
1: All right. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't see that kind of. Scene. How have they let <laughs> this that go that
0: for so long? This. Um, this clear betrayal.
1: I mean. Seinfeld is one of those shows where I think if you didn't watch it in its time, it doesn't no. make as much sense, especially with Curb Your Enthusiasm.
0: Did you watch Curb and not Seinfeld?
1: I did watch Curb.
0: Did you like Curb?
1: Uh, I found it enjoyable, but I have a habit of binge-watching television shows. Okay. And if you've ever tried to binge-watch Curb, it's uh, it's great, and then it's great
0: I yeah, yeah. I can see that. Uh, thank you for putting me on to Rick and Morty. By the way, oh, it
1: is <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, maybe one of the five best shows in the last five years. It's a great
0: one. You know what? Uh, you know what? You're going to be really upset for me. This is the one that makes that's going to make you mad that I haven't seen yet, because it's nowhere to be found online.
1: Um. Am I supposed to guess It's your yeah.
0: favorite show ever
1: my favorite show ever yeah um, Seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> the shield the shield yeah that is a really good show I know it's very underrated. people think it's some kind of like genre you know cop noir type thing, and it's it's more than that.
0: I know it's. I can't find it. I can't find it on any of the stream the streamers.
1: Should I mean? Here's what we could do if you're if you're insisting on going with this daily podcast strategy that seems like a disaster. Just, <laughs> I could just tell you what happens in every episode of the Shield. Yeah,
0: I okay. can. Okay, so we'll do like ten minutes of recap and Clipper stuff, and then the last five will you just be like plot breakdowns?
1: Yeah, it, it'll just be like. Uh, that that episode of Parks and Recreation, where Andy Dwyer <laughs> doesn't pay the cable and then has to just summarize where he does
0: Rambo and like yeah, Rambo, yeah,
1: and he does Roadhouse.
0: That's a that's a personal favorite.
1: So I can I can do the same thing. Parks and Recreation, another fantastic show. I made the argument that it it, it might be the best show, sitcom or drama in the last twenty years. Got wow, a lot of really? pushback on it.
0: Better than The Office?
1: Oh, definitely better than The Office. It
0: definitely it finished a lot stronger than The Office. The office... Yes,
1: yeah, the, office, the Office really phoned it in.
0: The Office really did phone it in. Okay. And we're going to phone in the rest of Part 1. I don't know, maybe We're going to end Part 1. There we go. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll have Part 2 and 3. I talked to Andrew for a ridiculously long time about the Clippers' trade value and the targets that we think they could go after. We'll have that part two, part three, um, the rest of this week and heading into next week. Thank you again for listening. Make sure you checked out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We just added a Locked On Rams podcast to the mix. So if you're a football fan in L.A., you're a Rams fan, they're back. Uh, Check that out, Locked On Rams. Check out all the other great podcasts, too. Once again, thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. I'm your host, DJ Foster. We'll catch you next time.
1: Fourth quarter, babe. I'll hit the game winner. I'll hit the game winner. Baby, believe in me. I'll hit the game winner.